Good morning. Today we're continuing and wrapping up our series called As For Me And My House. Over the past few weeks we've been looking at the way in which we operate as disciples of Christ, how we position ourselves and where we position Jesus in our lives and how do we use God as uh, how does God use us as his instruments to love and support and encourage and welcome those people around us? We've, we've been reflecting on the passage from the book of Joshua, Joshua 24, verse 15, and it says, But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. We've reflected on what it means for us as as individuals to serve the Lord. Where do we place Jesus in our lives? Do we give him the authority to be the head of our life, to be over all elements of our life? Do we build our life on his firm foundations and place him as the cornerstone and, and use that as the, the firm foundation to which we build our values and, and our, our ethics and our morals as Christ followers. And when we do that, does the light of Jesus shine through us into the lives of those people around us, into our, our spheres of influence, whether that be our families, our workplaces, our schools? And last week, Andrea shared with us from her table at home what it looks like to invite others into a space of relationship a place of intimacy, to share life together in its ups and its downs, through the tears and the joy. This week, we're looking at Christ at the door, looking at how Jesus offers us each unique invitation to not only enter into a relationship with him, but what's our response to that? That's only one part of this story. What is our personal responsibility in return? not only for our own sake, but for the sake of those around us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you that we have open access to the scriptures and that we can experience more of you through each word that they hold. We pray today that you would reveal to us your desires, that we might have open hearts to your spirit's prompting today, that these words might fall into our hearts and evoke a response an action today, that we might walk away from this time together changed and encouraged to step into your purposes, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. It's likely that during this time of lockdowns and and COVID safety and all of this stuff that we're, we're still navigating, maybe you've had something or maybe you've had many things delivered to your house, direct to your door. We're pretty new to uh, getting groceries delivered at our place. Um, however, you know, we've, we've always been a little bit of a, you know, Uber Eats fan. Not sponsored, but open to discussions. Um, and, and so we're pretty new to having our groceries delivered. And so the other day during, during the recent lockdown, um, we, we get our, our uh, delivery and we, the, the guy takes it from his truck and carefully packs it at our front door. Careful not to squash the eggs or the, the bread, all those important things. And it appears like, because I was waiting, ready to say thank you, um, that he maybe just 
pressed the doorbell and ran back to his truck as fast as he could because I, I couldn't have any interaction. There was no opportunity. He was back at his truck before I could even kind of give him a little wave. On that, a massive shout-out to our essential workers out there, those people that are continuing to operate these kinds of things, these delivery services, the, the retail spaces that we, we need to go to to get our supplies, to our doctors and our nurses, and all of those people that are continuing to make society tick along in the midst of what appears to be chaos. Thank you, and we love you. We continue to pray for your safety and protection during this time. So generally, we see that doorways provide this... this this access to our homes, to, to allow people in and out of our homes. But at the moment, we can't do that. But what I've seen throughout this, this past 18 months is that, that our doorways become an opportunity for even just the tiniest of interactions. Maybe you've been the recipient of a care package left at your door. Maybe you and your friends have been able to have some kind of distanced relationship at the threshold of your house. I was lucky enough last year to have some, some times at the, the doors of the church here when it was locked down, but I was still able to be working here. There was just these small interactions with people dropping stuff off or, or coming to collect something. It's just, there's these certain opportunities that maybe you're happening at your doorway right now. What normally is this, this threshold to pass people through it has changed. Listen to what Jesus has to say. In John chapter 10, verse 7, it says, Then Jesus said to them again, Most assuredly I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. Anyone enters by me will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. A bit further on in John 14, 6, it says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth and the life, I'm sure we've heard this before, no one comes to me except through, uh, no, no one comes to the Father except through me. See, we use doors as an access point. Jesus is referring to himself as the door, the access point to God the Father. We know from the Old Testament times that there was a system of rules and regulations. Sacrifices need to be made, customs needed to be adhered to, to be able to access God. But this is part of the entire reason that Jesus came, to break down that barrier, to allow us full access to the Father, to break down the traditions and the laws and the customs. He was the ultimate sacrifice and he opened the door at the cross. So we see that Christ is the door, the access point, that, that threshold for us to access the Father. And while we're on this passage, I wonder whether it's easy to identify Jesus as the door, but I wonder who the sheep are. See, sheep can be a bit slow on the uptake. They do silly things and they get lost. And they forget what they're meant to be doing. Yeah, we're the sheep. Trying to work things out on our own, trying to go our own way, getting distracted, getting lost. Yep, we're definitely the sheep. And we need the good shepherd to show us the way. In verse 9, it says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. Anyone. It doesn't say for those that offer a sacrifice. It doesn't say you need to change from being a sheep. There's no expectations. Just come as you are. 
anyone. The door is open. Now, if you've been around churches or you've read the scriptures before, I'm sure you've heard of the tax collectors. Now, these dudes were bad, right? So they're in charge of collecting the taxes on on behalf of the Roman Empire. And they could could purchase their way, uh, purchase a right to be able to go and collect taxes on behalf of the government. And we see what happens is the development of this massive, what we would now know as this pyramid scheme, that that you can then subcontract that right further and further. Each each level of this pyramid scheme is adding their own surcharge. The, The government at the time was taxing roads and bridges and ports and income and farming and all sorts of things. And they didn't mind how they got their money, and they they sent out all these people to try and collect their tax for them, ripping people off left, right, and centre. It's dodgy business, right? And everyone's being ripped off. And and the the, the Jewish tax collectors, if if, if you're a tax collector and you happen to be Jewish, it meant that you you set aside your tradition or the laws, your, your faith structure, your family, you were like the bottom of the food chain, right? And so these guys were hated and despised. Sometimes they needed protection by, by the, the Roman guards. And so much so that they, they needed their own category in Scripture. We see that we hear of sinners being referred to. Maybe, we've, you know, maybe you've done something wrong, you've, you've hurt someone or killed someone or you've stolen something, and then there's the tax collectors. There's, there's a special category all of their own. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 9, it says, As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at a tax collector's booth. See, Matthew is one of these Jewish tax collectors, yeah? He's turned against his traditions, he's turned against his family and his faith to become a tax collector. Jesus says to him, follow me. And Matthew got up and followed him. And while Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's place, what? Not only is he invited Matthew to follow him, but he's now dining at his house. While, uh, while Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners, both groups of people, came and ate with him and his disciples. See, Jesus calls Matthew to simply follow him. Jesus didn't say, make a sacrifice and follow me. He didn't say, stop being a tax collector and follow me, though he probably did. He didn't say, pay all the money back and follow me. He simply says, follow me. And friends, Jesus says the same to you. Follow me. The door is open. Maybe you've done stuff you're not proud of. Maybe you've made mistakes, disappointed yourself or other people. But the door is open. There's an opportunity, an invitation. But the invitation is only one side of this equation. We have to accept it and step through. We have to accept the invitation and step through to claim the opportunity. Jesus, later on in the biblical narrative in the book of Revelation, I'm not sure if you hear that every time the word revelation is said, but I do in my own head. In Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. 
See, Jesus doesn't barge in. He wants us to want it just as much as he does. He wants us to respond. We have a responsibility in this interaction too. See, the interaction at the door is just the beginning, not the end. It's the beginning of a relationship. The sheep in John's Gospel went in and out and found pasture. Jesus asked Matthew to follow him. And then he went and spent time with him and dined with him. This passage in Revelation talks about opening the door and entering in to a relationship. Dining together, spending time together, doing life together. And often that's where the transformation comes, through spending time with Jesus, getting to know him. And we start to be transformed by the influence and impact he has in our lives. There's no expectation to have it all together when you come to the door. So I wonder what God is inviting you to do today. Maybe he's inviting you to hear the knock. See, we have to be listening for the knocks. Perhaps we've known Jesus for a while and we, we start to slip into complacency. Perhaps we're, we're not listening when Jesus is trying to speak to us. Perhaps we have the headphones of life on, only listening to all those worldly things around us, getting distracted by all of the stuff that's happening in the world. And all the noise makes it hard to hear the knocks at the door. Perhaps we need to find a way to turn the noise down or, or maybe better still, off. Perhaps we need to set those things aside for a time to be able to hear the sound of Jesus' knocks at our door. Or maybe he's inviting you to open the door. Have you ever hidden from someone at your door? I wonder whether you've pretended you're not home, maybe because you're in your pyjamas and you're real comfortable. Maybe you're not willing to buy electricity today, or maybe you're not willing to have those deep theological discussions with people trying to convert you. You just want to stay inside where it's safe. But hey, if someone's knocking at your door, you don't want to miss out on the opportunity. See, we, we have to respond to the knocks at our door. We have to play our part. Open the door. Step out of the comfort. Step out of the warmth and safety. Open the door. What could you be missing out on by not responding to Jesus calling you? Not being open to the opportunities that Jesus is offering. Not stepping into his purposes. Don't be afraid of what God is calling you to do. Don't try and hide from it. Maybe he's inviting you to accept the invitation. An invitation to be in a relationship with him. Maybe he's softly asking you to follow him. Maybe for the first time, or maybe again. If something inside you today is stirring, and you feel like Jesus could well be knocking at the door of your life, Maybe you can identify some of those things you're not proud of. Perhaps you know that you're in need. I want to provide you an opportunity to open the door and accept the invitation. If you already know Jesus, this is the time that we can start praying for those people to respond right now. Pray for people to take the leap, to take up the opportunity. I believe God is wanting to do a mighty thing today that he wants to reveal to people, wherever they are, physically and spiritually, that 
that he, he loves them more than they could ever possibly imagine and that he simply asks them to follow him. Nothing more, nothing less. Follow him into a relationship. Doesn't matter where you're from or what you've done. What matters now is what's ahead. If that's you today, let's pray this prayer together. Lord Jesus, I know I've done things that I'm not proud of. I recognise that and I'm, I'm sorry. Thank you for what you did at the cross for me. Today I come to you. I come to the door, Jesus. I invite you into my life and I want to be in yours. I want to be in relationship with you today. Will you be my Lord and Saviour? Amen. If you just made a decision for Jesus today, if you prayed that prayer with me just now, the team here at York Street would love to hear from you. So please, please reach out. We'd love to equip you with a Bible or resources, love to have a conversation and connect with you. Today's the day that you accepted the invitation. You opened the door to Jesus. And I am so excited for you. And we would love to get alongside you as you explore what this looks like. I wonder what else God might be inviting you to do today. Maybe he's inviting you to show people the door, not in the way that you're probably thinking. But perhaps Jesus is inviting you to show other people the door. Jesus. Show people by the way we live, by the way we declare over our houses and our households, Point people to Jesus. Maybe that's by directly sharing your faith, which is excellent. But maybe it's by those small interactions. Maybe at a doorstep, maybe somewhere else. Are we people that point people to Jesus? Or are we people that, don't, that, that get in the way of a relationship, with people having another relationship with Jesus? Or maybe we're indifferent, and maybe that's just as bad. Show people the door. Show people Jesus' love, his compassion, his hospitality, his grace. It's not a secret. The door is open. Show people, invite people, pray for people so that they might just hear the knock at the door, that they might discover Jesus at the door of their life. As we wrap up today and as we tie up this series, I just want to share a final thought. This year, our theme at York Street has been, follow me. And we've been using Matthew 7.24 as our, our theme verse for the year. And it says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Puts them into practice. My challenge for you today, at some point today or this week, I want you to go to the door of your house and I want you to do a couple of things. The first thing, maybe you could pray over your door. Maybe you could pray that there's something that you've learnt during this, season, uh, this series. I wonder whether there's an opportunity to redeclare over your house and your household that you will serve the Lord. Perhaps you have some oil at home and maybe you're aware of anointing doors to declare again putting a cross 
on the door in oil to say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Lord Jesus alone. No other force, no other power has any control over this house because of Jesus. You have an opportunity to declare over your house protection and safety for the people that are in it, the people will, those people that will come into it. The second thing, I wonder while you're there praying and anointing your house, I wonder whether you would take a photo of your door. I wonder whether you would send it to us here at York Street. We have about 800 people connected to our church. Imagine seeing all the photos come in from across our, our town, from across the state, from wherever you're tuning in from. People making bold declarations for Jesus over their house and over their household. Will you join with us in this journey to declare today that Jesus is Lord and as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time together. We thank you for those seeds that have been scattered today and we pray that you will will water them and grow them into something incredible. Father God, we thank you for these, these small interactions at our doorstep and may we be reminded as we continue to have them that you are the door, that you offer us an open opportunity to worship, to come before you and declare that you are Lord of our lives. Lord Jesus, I pray right now as people consider going to pray at their doors and at their doorsteps that they might declare your goodness and your grace over their, their, their house and the people that live there. Lord Jesus, equip these ones right now. Lord Jesus, I also thank you for anyone that may have made a decision today. I pray that your peace and protection would fall on them and that they would have the boldness to reach out. Reach out and declare that Jesus is their Lord and Saviour. May we be a community that is welcoming, that we would get around these people and encourage them in their faith. May we continue to proclaim your name in every sphere of our life and today that we might declare that you are at the head of all, that you are our Lord and Saviour above all things. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In your name, amen.